The Heart of Art is sponsored in part by the Texas A&M University Art Galleries, which includes the Stark and Forsyth Galleries located inside the MSC. The galleries provide a variety of opportunities to experience art exhibitions, events, and hands-on activities. More information at uart.tamu.edu. The Heart of Art is brought to you by the Academy for the Visual and Performing Arts at Texas A&M University, bringing innovative and culturally diverse visual and performing arts programming to Texas A&M University and the Brazos Valley. The Academy for the Visual and Performing Arts fosters the creativity of our community via the transformative power of the arts. The Heart of Art, scoping the Brussels Valley for the best artists and bringing them to your radio. Hello, good afternoon, everyone. Welcome back to the KMU Studios. My name is Hector Nino, and you're listening to The Heart of Art. Today's show is a very exciting one. We have here Katie Baldock, who is the producer of Deep in the Heart, a Texas Wildlife Story, which is a documentary featuring the nature of all around Texas that will be airing um, on PBS on April 5th. So make sure to go check that out. This is a documentary directed and written by Ben Masters, an Aggie himself, and narrated by Matthew McConaughey. Uh, if you want to hear more about this, make sure to stay listening. Um, but for now, let's go into our announcements. Uh, for our announcements, we have the UART, the University Art Galleries, will be hosting an exhibition titled School of Performance, Visualization, and Fine Arts Faculty Biennial. And this is an exhibition that hi uh, used to highlight the works of um, the College of Architecture, which is now in the School of Performance, Visualization, and Fine Arts. So there will be all sorts of art there. Um, from paintings, photographs, book bindings, and more, and all by our very own faculty here at Texas A&M. So make sure to go and check this exhibition out. It is up now until May 14th, so you have a lot of opportunities to go check it out. And this is in the J. Wayne Stark Galleries at the MSC. If you'd like to find out more information, go to uart.tamu.edu. All right, now for our second announcement, we have the theater company will be presenting the show Oklahoma. And everyone knows this show. It is the show that set the standard for American theater. And it highlights the rivalry between farmers uh, with a love story as well. So it, it's fun for the whole family. And it will be airing now until April 16th. So make sure you go to the theatercompany.com to buy your tickets. All right, let's start my interview with Katie Baldock. Today in the studios, we have a very special guest. She is an Aggie class of 2017. Her name is Katie Baldock, and she is a producer for Deep in the Heart, a Texas Wildlife Story. And this will air on PBS uh, on April 5th, 2023 at 7 p.m. And this is directed and written by Ben Masters and narrated by the Matthew McConaughey. So hi, Katie. Welcome to the studios. How are you? I'm good. How about you? How are you doing? I'm really excited for a conversation. You know, I um, 
I had the pleasure of seeing your previous experience with The River and the Wall, which was amazing. And I, I've heard it won a lot of awards. Um, so, yeah, do you think that prepared you for, for this Deep in the Heart documentary? Um, yeah, absolutely. I first came on and started working with Thin and Fur um, for the River and the Wall project, and I was an associate producer for that film. Um, and yeah, after after wrapping up the River and the Wall, kind of grew into the producer role for Deep in the Heart, and um, a lot of a lot of the work on the River and the Wall prepared me for um, the producer work for Deep in the Heart. All right, awesome. Uh, and before we go into Deep in the Heart, I did want to ask a little bit of you, your background and your personal story and how you got to where you are. Um, so I wanted to ask, where are you from and did your love for nature begin there? Um, yeah, so I'm from Nacogdoches in East Texas. Um, it's pretty close to the Louisiana border. Um, so I've been in Texas my entire life, uh, from Nacogdoches to College Station and now to Austin. Um, and I... I would say that my love for nature did develop there. Um, my love for uh, outdoor recreation um, was really with a lot of family trips out west, uh, mainly in Colorado and New Mexico. Um, but I grew up on, uh, my parents have a small farm in East Texas and so grew up out of the city and definitely um, appreciated uh, being around the trees and animals and, um, yeah, definitely developed a love for nature there. All right. And did you, um, acquire love for nature first or was it photography first or when did, you know, uh, filming nature come about? Um, yeah, I would say that interest in nature and photography kind of coincided with each other. Um, I was always interested in photography throughout high school, but never really started taking photos until um, until I was in college and started working with the Aggieland yearbook. Um, but uh, and I, I took a lot of photos of, you know, working with the yearbook, um, took a lot of photos of events and people. But my interest primarily was always um, animals, nature. Uh, I really enjoyed landscapes. Um, you know, first time, whenever I got my very first camera, I just uh, would take a bunch of pictures of our family dog. And um, yeah, I was was definitely more interested in in uh, nature and landscapes. Right. And at A&M, what was your major? Uh, I studied agricultural communications and journalism. Okay, awesome. So you do you feel like that prepared you to where you are now as well? Absolutely. Um, what I really appreciated about that major is the versatility of it. Um, you know, it was, uh, it's, it's a journalism major essentially, but you, um, you know, you learn all kinds of skills from photography, graphic design. There was kind of an introduction into everything, um, you know, social media. So that was kind of a foot in the door for a lot of things. Um, I ended up working for the Aguiland yearbook and the battalion uh, because I got started with that major. And then it also, um, I took an introduction to graphic design class with that. And then as a result, ended up adding an art minor. Um, so while it doesn't primarily relate to film directly, uh, it did prepare me to have a variety of skills and the, you know, having a background in journalism absolutely helps with, um, with documentary film and 
I, I really think that having that variety of skills um, rather than focusing on, you know, one specific thing really prepared me for, for being successful in this field. Right. That's awesome that you received like a wholesome experience, not just through your major, but also through your extracurriculars. Mm-hmm. All right. And um, well, speaking of A&M, uh, I wanted to ask, were there any other Aggies that worked with you and deep in the heart? Yeah, I would say about half of our core team is uh, our A&M grads. Um, so our director, Ben Masters, he's an Aggie as well. Um some of our cinematographers who worked a lot on the film, Austin Alvarado, Patrick Brash. Um, and uh, yeah, there, there's there's a good amount of Aggies on our team, well, that's even awesome. though we're based in Austin now. <laughs> right. I mean, it's, it's great to see Aggies making these big impacts. So we always get excited for that. Um, so what do you think is the importance of documenting wildlife, specifically in Texas or uh, through the deep deep in the heart, what point of view do you take? Is it conservational or what would you say? Um, yeah, so the, the primary purpose is to get awareness out there and encourage people to appreciate it and hopefully as a result feel compelled to get involved in conservation practices. Um, but a, a huge inspiration of this film was, um, you know, some of the key team members, our director, Ben Masters, director of photography, Skip Hobby. Um, they they grew up watching these uh, natural history films on National Geographic, you know, Discovery, PBS. And there's all these incredible wildlife stories um, that you see and learn about across the world. Uh, you know, places like the Serengeti and in British Columbia. But um, really, we we have so many incredible stories here in Texas, and it's easy to forget that those really cool things happen so close to home. And you don't have to travel out of the country or even out of the state to see some incredible things. Um, obviously, you're going to get very different landscapes and wildlife here than you would get in the Arctic, but it's really incredible nonetheless. Um, so I think the the main goal and purpose was really to get people to realize that there's so much beauty and diversity here in our state. Um, just the, the biodiversity is really incredible. When you go from East Texas to Central Texas to West Texas, it's this, you know, convergence of different landscapes in the country and um, very different ecosystems. Um, So we wanted to showcase that and showcase how many different incredible stories are here in the same state. And, you know, if people know that it's there and also know what's at stake and what challenges and threats these ecosystems and wildlife species are facing, then they can feel compelled to take action and beyond just creating that awareness, having the film, um, we wanted to give people the resources to take action. So we have um, an action page on our website that lists a ton of organizations across the state um, that really, you know, kind of gives people the the resources and the push that uh, that they may need to be able to get involved in that. I mean, Texas is huge. So I'm, I'm, I'm guessing that there would be like a lot of locations that you you'd want to cover. How did you narrow down what locations you were going to use 
for the documentary? Yeah, that was that was a tough one. Um, but ultimately, with our goal being to show the diversity of landscapes and wildlife, um, we wanted to make sure that every region had representation. Um, so I think it was kind of the the first step was kind of looking at all of the different regions of Texas and figuring out what the most unique, compelling or interesting wildlife stories were there. Um, and then just working down and narrowing it from there. There were some were some early ideas that we ended up cutting, um, some things that got added during the making of the film because we found really cool stories that we hadn't intended on, on getting. But um, yeah, ma mainly the decision was made because of showing a diversity of um, both well-known animals and lesser known in a variety of uh, areas in the state. Right. I mean, with such a big project like this, I bet there were some difficulties along the way. Um, I was wanting to ask it which they were or uh, any logistical difficulties or uh, encounters with Mother Nature or difficult shots even, because I, I saw there was some uh, underwater shots. So did you run into anything dangerous? Um, yeah, I think to sort of simply put it the most difficult thing was being at the mercy of nature um whether it's weather that we hadn't counted on um that made filming conditions uh more difficult or impossible or you know animals um they're not actors where you can tell them what to do and what to say um they just do their thing and we're there to document that so you know, you can you can script out a story beforehand and hope that it goes that way, but that that's not always what happens. And the storyline changes a lot depending on what we end up filming in the field. Um, so I think that was that was a big challenge of um, you know, we're we're literally there to observe and document what we observe, um, to show what happens naturally uh on that landscape and uh, that's not always easy. There, there were some, um, there were some sequences like the uh, the uh, gar shoot ended up happening beautifully and came together pretty easily for the film crew. Um, I think they got it in one afternoon. Uh, just the conditions were perfect, and they went out there and filmed it, and it turned out great. Um, on the other hand, mountain lions, we had camera traps set out there for about a year and just really struggled with getting good footage of that. So it's just kind of kind of a waiting game sometimes. Right. And why did you choose Matthew McConaughey to narrate this? Um, yeah, he just he was kind of first choice from the beginning. Um on on one hand, he's just such a he's a well known and well loved uh, Texas celebrity and he's just got such this iconic voice. Um you know, to hear these wildlife stories told by this, uh, this like Texas twang and uh, just like a very unique and, and loved voice. Um, plus for our early on with um, figuring out how we were going to distribute this and get it viewed, um, we knew that it was almost necessary to have kind of a celebrity name tied to it um, because you know, distribution of natural history films in the U.S. and in Texas is not something that is really 
done um, hardly ever. So right. it's kind of this strange uh, new genre that's becoming more regular, fortunately. But, um, you know, in order to get the word out there, get people to view it, uh, we really kind of needed that celebrity tie to it. Right. I mean, it definitely paid off because was it PPS that reached out to you or how did mm -hmm. how did you get involved with PBS? Um, yeah, so it's uh, so it's just with Texas PBS um, in the, here in the state, but they they reached out because they were uh, interested in some sort of partnership, um, and we uh, they licensed the film to air on all ten stations across the state, which is uh, really exciting. Um, we had a successful theatrical run and it's streaming online, but haven't had a TV broadcast yet, so we're really excited to work with them, and it's you know, obviously such a great fit. Um, I don't think there's a better TV partnership for this film. Right. Well, congratulations for that. That must be so exciting to see the fruit of your labor. And I've also heard that there's a book now as well available. And what does that include? Yeah, there is a book. Um, I'm glad you asked about that. Um, so we got the book, uh, printed and published about a month or so after the film was released. And it, uh, the book is, it can kind of serve as a standalone coffee table book. Um, it's the cover is really beautifully designed uh, by a couple designers here in Austin. Um, and it's got a lot of, um, a lot of photos from production. So it's behind the scenes photos as well as uh, photos of the landscapes and wildlife. Um, so it can kind of serve as just a pretty book to look through, um, but there's also a lot of information in it too. So it's it's a combination of behind the scenes stories from the making of the film, as well as more in-depth information on the conservation issues. So there's chapters that go along with each of the wildlife stories that you see in the film. And, you know, there's so much more to each of these stories than what we can include in like a 10 to 12 minute sequence in the film right. and so it just really dives into the history of that species um threats that they face uh successes that they've faced organizations who are working to conserve that species um as well as any you know information about our experience making the film um so it's it's kind of a combination of a lot of things and it was it was really fun to work on yeah, I mean, I, I was so excited when I heard that because I could see how it could be so limiting to put it in, in a one hour documentary, but there could be so much more in a book. Is there anything about the film that you want our audience to know uh, before going to watch it on April 5th? Yeah, anything at all? Um, yeah, I mean, there's lots of things, but um, <laughs> I think really our, a big goal for this too um, was to leave people feeling the urgency of protecting this place, these places, but also feel hopeful. Um, you know, with a lot of conservation issues, with a lot of environmental issues, um, it's very easy to feel overwhelmed and discouraged because it's like you're constantly fed all of this negative information and it's it's yeah very easy to get intimidated and overwhelmed by that to a point where you know you might not uh feel like you have the ability to create change or make an impact um 
But with this film, we wanted to leave people feeling hopeful that there is urgency um, for protecting these places, protecting these species, but there are things that we can do. And especially whenever you look, um, you know, in your own state, in your own city or county, there are organizations everywhere that are working on all of these topics. So we wanted to leave people feeling hopeful and provide to them the resources to um, act on that. Uh, so that's why we have all of the organizations listed. And, you know, it's whenever you kind of localize things to close to home, um, it's it's a little easier to not get overwhelmed and you can actually see those impacts. Like you can see the benefit of like donating to that organization or going out and volunteering. Um, so that that was that was a big goal with this too and what we hope people get out of it. Right. And what was the website where people can access that information? Uh, deepintheheartwildlife.com. Um, and in addition to the action resources, so we have a take action tab um, where all of those organizations are listed that we encourage people to support. Um, in addition to that, we also have K through 12 curriculum available. So educators are able to access those materials for free. And um, there are lesson plans that go along with them four different topics from the film. Oh, wow, that's great. Well, Katie, thank you so much for stopping by. I, I've learned so much today, thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks for um, doing a, a bit on the film and we're really excited that PBS has uh, picked it up to air on their Texas stations. Right, I am too. And if, once again, that is Deep in the Heart, a Texas wildlife story. One of the producers is Katie Balduck that we had here, and it was directed and written by Ben Masters and narrated by Matthew McConaughey. It will be airing April 5th, 2023 at 7 p.m. So make sure you do not miss it. All right, you guys, we will be going on a quick break, but do not go anywhere. We will be right back. Support for KAMU comes from the Academy for the Visual and Performing Arts at Texas A&M University, bringing innovative and culturally diverse visual and performing arts programming to Texas A&M University and the Brazos Valley. The Academy for the Visual and Performing Arts fosters the creativity of our community via the transformative power of the arts. To finish off the show, we will be listening to a couple songs from the Fighting Texas Aggie band. And for this first song will be Barnum and Bailey's Favorite, directed by Lieutenant Colonel Ray E. Toller and performed by the Fighting Texas Aggie band.
Now we will be listening to Them Basis, directed by Lieutenant Colonel Ray E. Toller and performed by the Fighting Texas Aggie Band. Last song, we will be listening to The Twelfth Man, arranged by Joey T. Haney. Enjoy! Alright, you guys, that is the end of our show. Thank you so much for tuning in. A big thank you to Katie Balduck for stopping by and talking to us about uh, the documentary Deep in the Heart, a Texas wildlife story, and, and you will be able to watch it for free on our PBS station on April 5th. 
So make sure to keep an eye out for that. Have a great week. Thanks and gig'em. I'm Hector Nino, and you've been listening to The Heart of Art, a production of 90.9 KAMU-FM. You can find all of our shows anytime at kamu.tamu.edu. The Heart of Art is brought to you by the Academy for the Visual and Performing Arts at Texas A&M University, bringing innovative and culturally diverse visual and performing arts programming to Texas A&M University and the Brazos Valley. The Academy for the Visual and Performing Arts fosters the creativity of our community via the transformative power of the arts. The Heart of Art is sponsored in part by the Texas A&M University Art Galleries, which includes the Stark and Forsyth Galleries located inside the MSC. The galleries provide a variety of opportunities to experience art exhibitions, events, and hands-on activities. More information at uart.tamu.edu.